0: Welcome to the Goodish People podcast.
1: I'm Jackie Pruitt. And I'm Hannah Jones. Goodish People is a podcast where we have conversations that are sometimes hard, sometimes funny, sometimes and mostly awkward. And all the while, we're just trying to be good people. Although, let's be real, we are always just good-ish and a hard emphasis on the ish.
0: Join us as we laugh. <laughs> Cry. Wham! I'm a baby! Wham. and snort (laughs) our way through life's most pervasive and relatable conversations navigating adulthood to the absolute best of our abilities we're trying here there may be wine there is tonight there may be coffee there was this morning for me and I'm sure Hannah oh plenty plenty um. Sounds about right. Maybe both, but always burritos.
1: Burritos. Or as of tonight, tonight was Thai night for us at the Brewd household. And so tonight it was subbing burritos for Thai food. And what did you have this evening? I had a Penang curry with brown rice. What about you, Jacqueline? <laughs> I
0: don't know why this came to mind when you said that, but I just wanted to say bang, bang, shrimp, bang, bang, panang, <laughs> bang, 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 panang shrimp. I don't know why. I just wanted to say it like I was five years old. That just came to my head. If this gives you a window into my thoughts, that's what goes on in my brain. I had pad mao with tofu, which is this incredible. Drunken noodles. Yes. A.K.A. Drunken noodles. I was not drunk when I was eating them, um, but I'm sure they would have been just as good. If I was,
1: I can imagine Drunken Noodle or uh, Paggy Mao's my favorite as well. But just was feeling some curry tonight and it really delivered. Oh. Speaking of things that deliver and things that don't deliver, um, oh, are no. we going to get into <laughs> our <laughs> shitties and titties of the week?
0: Oh my God.
1: For those of you out there that don't know what that means, it's akin to the highs and lows, but it's really getting into the seediness of life and the true unadulterated joy. That's what shitties and titties are.
0: <laughs> which was previously hobbies and crappies, which was previously highs and lows. I almost said ups and downs. And you missed one. There was hearts and farts last year. Hearts week. and farts. Hearts and farts. We had hearts and farts, um, which is really great because um, we all have hearts and we all fart. We do. We do. But this <laughs> oh week, goodness. shitties
1: and titties. Um...
0: <laughs> so hit me with the poopy.
1: Okay. Oh, um, I didn't mean to make
0: you start with that. Oh, I was going to say, I can do it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. You go for it. Okay. Can inspire me because I'm not super ready, to be honest. Okay. okay. Shoot. Okay. Well, I'll start with my shitty. Um. So... What had happened to me was, is I was at a stoplight this past week and, um, the light turned green and thank God no one was in front of me and, and, and no one was behind me. Um, did I already tell this story? You're kidding me. Are you serious? (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. Do you want to know how much of a time war has just happened to me? <laughs> was that that long ago? Yeah, that didn't happen to me last week. No, or like this week,
1: because most of last week you were out of
0: town because oh was a God. long weekend. Oh my!
1: And I oh. saw you before you left, and that's when we podcasted. And that's okay, also, guys, I was out story. of town,
0: and then oh, that's just sad. Now nobody's okay. ever gonna believe me when I have a shitty. <laughs> They're gonna think I'm making that shit <laughs> up. No, you, not, it's so uh, real balls. that you were inspired to tell it twice. I mean, it definitely left an impact on me, friends. My gas and my brakes didn't work. And oh, it, was, it was quite the struggle. You know what you us. didn't tell was the second part of that saga. The trip? Yeah, the trip. You didn't oh, tell that. No, that was after no, we podcasted. no, in. y'all. Okay, so I took a trip to Nashville last week my, this is why I'm all like messed up. And I continued to have car problems, which is why I think I, I, I looped both of them into one day when in reality there was like a four day gap between them. But I was going to Nashville for business and, um, my boss was also going and he was like, Hey, like, can we just carpool to like save money? And I was like, all good. I'm cool with that. Not thinking about yo, Oh my God. Just picture like being in the car with your boss for like 10 hours. But like just to like lead up to that though, um, my car – so think about the windshield, right? The little like seam that like outlines it, the rubbery thing, that was essentially just coming off of my car. And I had thought that I had dealt with it appropriately, right? I had duct taped it. Apparently I I should have used a different kind of tape. I didn't. And the silver sort of matches my silver car. So you couldn't really tell I had duct taped it. Like, thank goodness I'm thinking, okay, I've reinforced it before I go pick my boss up to go on this trip. All good. So we get about 50 miles down I-75, right? And the duct tape um, is compromised. So it kind of breaks and, you know, rendering the rubber basically almost all the way off of my windshield like it's smacking the side of my car like and like at first he's he's like geez like that's kind of loud or whatever and i was like yeah oh my gosh it is but i've got duct tape come to find out like it really wasn't safe for us to be driving because you could like see the glass or what like you could literally see where like it, it was just bad. It was bad. It it just wasn't reinforced properly. So we had to get a rental car and we were almost late to the meeting. And y'all, like, that was probably one of the moments of my life where I'm just like, I'm really stressed, stressed out right now. How could you not be?
1: Because I was my shitty. <laughs> That's, I mean, especially, okay. So I feel like adults live in this duality where we are pretending we're like big adult corporate people. But then we're also like, crazy, goofy, I don't know, we're like immature idiots on the side. Um, there's, There's that duality that I at least experience in my life. And I feel like I see it in a lot of places. It's like when you step into work, you're like a full grown adult and then when you leave it's like i'm out of here forget work forget life like whatever and when you have stressful moments like that happen when you're in your adult big boy pants that is so stressful because like that's when you're <sighs> supposed to be showing up like that's when you're supposed to be like doing all the right things and and winning the game like that would have given me a straight up panic attack
0: I, yes, I almost had one. Like, I kind of went into robot mode, where I'm just like, shut off all feelings and emotions. All you must do is continue to drive the car until you get to the rental car place and then shut off brain. Just do. Like, I just had to be like, don't even think about it. Survival mode. Yeah, just do it. And like... Nike. <laughs> Nike. I was
1: gonna say, were you wearing Nikes?
0: Um, no, I was not. Were you I was inspired my... by watching the movie Air. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've still got to see that. On a side note, I really do. Um, but that was my poopy doopy for the week. Um, it's a bad one. It's a pretty bad one. Like just in terms of uncomfortability. But like the rest of the time was fine. You know, it was it was just like feeling really embarrassed about my car and being like, wow, this makes me seem super unprofessional. Like I just, I just felt like unprofessional. Like I know it was all fine. And, and good or whatever um but my team was definitely laughing at me when I told them so that was pretty funny um for them <laughs> um, they're, yeah they're they're laughing because they only have secondhand embarrassment they don't
1: have to be their first right. hand
0: <laughs> yes 100 percent. and then my boobie <laughs> you what a, that's not a wearable. I was trying to say oh, my boobie slash boobies week. okay <laughs> I'm sorry Oh, trap so for the bad. week. I was like my booby trap <laughs> for the week. Um, for the longest time, I couldn't say the word "titty" because I was too embarrassed. It is a weird word. I was so embarrassed. Only, I was we got embarrassed. this
1: because we were talking to my husband Connor about how we were changing the name of highs and lows every week, and he was like, "You mean shitties and titties?" And I was like, "Oh gosh!" I was like, "Is that what you guys used to say in your little boy small groups?" And Probably. over here we're like highs and lows. Um, yeah, we're just trying word, to be creatives. Which a weird word. So your booby trap.
0: I'm booby trap. I'm <laughs> the booby trap. God, what is wrong? I'm stumbling <laughs> over my words today. Oh uh, yikes! Um, so my hi. <laughs> my happy. Oh, that's a that's a tough one. Mm. Honestly, it was probably Memorial Day weekend. Um, Ned and I went to Augusta, and we got to spend some quality time with his mom, and it was just very low key very low key and like i didn't realize how much i needed that couch time until i went there and i was like whoa this butt hasn't been in a seat in way too long i've been moving fast like lightning fast i was like i gotta slow down bro i gotta slow down so it was just really re- rejuvenating calming um yeah it was good sounds lovely it was lovely so tell me about yours sure I'm because <laughs> I can't, if you say it
1: ah. low enough, at a low enough cadence, and I then also, out. yeah. If you say it at a low enough frequency and a sh- uh, like drawn out enough cadence, you can't tell what you're saying, which is the goal, right? Um, okay, let me think for just a second. I think that, okay, so my shitty, if you will, I had one and then I kind of forgot about it. Oh, 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 okay. So this past week, four of my favorite shows on television that I love very much all had their seasons. end. three of which had their series finales. And I just have like watched these shows for five or six years. And it's almost like these characters are like a part of my life. So it was very interesting to me. It didn't surprise me, but it was interesting to me how kind of sad I was. I'm like, I won't get to visit with these people again. It's like they almost become like your pseudo friends. there's like this, um, this weird parasocial relationship that you built with these fictional TV characters, but I also just love story. And so it was very sad to say bye specifically to succession. Oh gosh, I could talk about that finale Mm. forever. Um, And then also uh, marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Ted Lasso both ended as well. And I've just been watching them for forever. And because of the writer's strike, which uh, I don't have any official opinions on, but it's probably going to be a long time before any new shows get written, which is fine. There's so much for us to, to read and to rewatch from the past and, um, and, go do other things with friends and family. Like it's not like I have to rely on TV, but it's incredibly sad to think about like how much I'm inspired by engaging in stories other people create. And I completely understand why the writers are on strike and I, I, I get it. And I think it's it mm-hmm. is worthwhile, but it's just sad as a viewer to just be like, I won't get to consume for a little while, which is very selfish, but it's kind of just how I've been feeling. Yeah. And my favorite shows, like all of them specifically succession was just such a heavy hitter of a TV show. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, it's been a, almost like a water cooler show for me the whole time, um, even though I don't physically go to a water, coo- water cooler anymore. Uh, but yeah, I don't know what what's going to fill that gap. I'm sure it'll be something, whether it's unrelated to TV, it'll be something that is a conversation topic in life. Um, maybe it's the Barbie movie. We'll see. Ooh, um, <laughs> I want to yeah, see that too. But yeah, that was too. kind of my low. I was just really sad. I mean, I thought that like I have a lot of thoughts about how everything ended, but and none, none were, like, infuriating to me, mm-hmm. uh, like How I Met Your Mother's finale was. So that made me happy. But, mm. yeah, just kind of like a like a what's next. That's Lots like, of question marks.
0: That's tough, man. That's tough when you finish a show because it's like a season. It's like closing the chapter on something. Yeah. And it's a huge F- bummer.
1: It's been almost my entire adulthood, like, since I've been working. Those shows came out within my first two years of work after college. So like I've been following these characters as I've been an adult and it's just a weird thing to transition out of because they're my like adult shows. So what's mm-hmm. next? I mean, we'll figure it out and it's going to be fine, but it's just, a yes, closing of a chapter, closing of a book really of,
0: of all of those yeah. series. So, well, you can always go back and watch them again. I know, those I know. But The
1: weird thing about them though Is like they're not the most rewatchable I mean okay they are But it's not like the kind of thing You want to rewatch all the time Like a sitcom mm. or something But I will rewatch them Probably down the road When I feel like I've got some space And like ready to Reengage with them Or whatever They're mm. just They're long episodes And like very involved TV shows Except for Ted Lasso that I mean that's like lighthearted Whatever But mm-hmm. Succession is Is something that is like A lot to A lot to take on So one day I'll rewatch it But not right away
0: I absolutely believe it. I just went through season one pretty quickly and mm-hmm. then the beginning of season two and I was like within a week and I said I've gotta slow down because it's yep. so much content, so much to process, so much information. So I get it. I get quick why dialogue. you dialogue. Oh yeah. Quick dialogue. Should I pour you another glass of wine? Yes, please. Here we are.
1: if you can't hear it, it's pouring. It sounds like Jackie's peeing. Maybe she is, maybe she isn't. Like you guys will never know. <laughs> The best yeah, things about it, <laughs> about an audio only format is that you don't have to see us in our shenanigans.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Probably for the best. It is for the best. But my um my booby trap of the week is so my my titty of the week is
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm five years old. Yeah we're both five years old.
1: Connor's apparently not he says that women I think I've said this before on the podcast, but women's humor gets more immature the older we get and, and males mature, which I don't know if I believe the second part, uh, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I think mine would probably be holiday weekend as well. It was just really a good weekend full of a lot of time with friends, people I hadn't seen in a while, getting some quality time. Um, we went to the Atlanta Jazz Festival, which was really fun. doing my jazz hands right now. Jazz, jazz hands. hands. It was a great time. And then my, a lot of uh, pool sitting, which was enjoyable because I love the pool and I brought my book and we had a lot of friends with us and I just decided this is the year that I'm just not going to appease people. So I just read some of the time. It was just like, I may look like a stone cold bitch, but I don't really care uh, because I want to read. And, and every time somebody asked me what book I was reading, I knew they weren't going to know the answer because it was just like, it's a, I was reading Calypso by David Sedaris and I know that none of my friends read him. So I was just like, I don't want to talk with you about it. I want to read it. <laughs>
0: and so. Damn, dude, hell yeah. Good for you. <laughs> good for you, man, for choosing the book. But I wasn't mean, I there about would I'm applauding you.
1: Thank you. I hung out some mm-hmm. too, but I was just like, you know what? People do this all the time. Like you just decide what you want to do and then just be confident in it. And it's not rude to choose to go to the pool with a bunch of people and then do what you like to do at the pool instead of doing what other people like to do. Like it's not doesn't make me rude. So I, I balanced it no, a way it does there.
0: It, it it gets you out of that people pleasing mentality. Calling back to episode one. Get out of that and we're getting out. We're, we're getting, getting out. out. Yeah. Honestly, Jackie and I were just talking
1: about how the conversations we've had on here have had us like accountable in the moment in our real life of like what would I say about this on the podcast? And do I need to step up in this moment with this friend? Or do I need to grab my book and read it because I know that I need to do it because I'm only not reading to please people, et cetera, et cetera. We keep having these situations where it's like, oh, the podcast is holding me accountable because I I want to read. I'm going to read. I'm not going to please people. It's great. Yes.
0: You do you, boo. You do you. And his waving her arms back and forth like she's at a concert. (laughs) I
1: recommend the book to anybody who enjoys um, intelligent, like humor and funny family stories. Um, He's a wonderful writer. I
0: highly suggest him. I might, I might have to check him out because this is the second or third time you've mentioned him to me, and it's time. It's time. He's great. He's a good time,
1: uh, but yeah, that's it for this week. Uh, for our for our happy's, crappy shitties, titties, uh, booby traps, booby traps. Uh, so <laughs> now to the to what you guys actually care about is our yes. main meat of this episode. We are talking about theme park stories, you guys. (laughs) Theme park stories. And the reason we chose this, because yes, as we said, we do have conversations and less podcasts that are hard, funny, and awkward. This is going to be in the zone of all of those to a degree, probably less hard, more funny, more awkward. Uh, But really, I mean- Theme parks for me have played a huge role in my life. My family, I used to tell everybody when I would meet them and they would ask about like where our family vacation, they're like, we are a theme park family. We are a roller coaster specific family. So we were just like always chasing that environment. And I, my hunch is my parents loved roller coasters and it's an easy place to bring four kids and just wait in lines together, ride the ride and like to keep an eye on them without having to put a leash on your kids. (laughs) So it's easy (laughs) to keep them entertained, happy, whatever. And we all loved it. So we were going to Disney, Busch Gardens, Universal, SeaWorld, um, Kings Island, like all these different places, Six Flags, of course. I mean, it's our local homegrown uh, Six Flags over Georgia. Um, And I just have a lot of memories at each of those places and a lot of really special vacations with family and friends that have been stamped in each of those places. So as much as I love the rides and the environments, it's really the Mm -hmm. stories and the people that have made the biggest impact. So you guys are going to hear us tell a couple stories Mm -hmm. today. And I will get us kicked off. uh, While I pull up my notes, Jackie, you want to, yeah, go for it.
0: I have a quick question for you. When you went to Six Flags... Did you see the bald guy with the glasses and the suit? The guy that's like... Did you see him? Did you meet him? Have you never been to Six Flags? Is he there? No, but like, have you never
1: been to Six Flags?
0: (laughs) I mean, I went once, but, you know, I went on a slow day and, you know, I thought, okay, there's less people here. Maybe he, you know, had the day off or something. He had the day off and that's why less people were there. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a fair assumption. You know, no, I've never had the pleasure of meeting him. And, you know, when we were growing up, Six Flags over Georgia was in a lot better shape. It was well taken care of. The rides were newer. Uh, They started building it around the time our parents were growing up. So it's an old park. Uh, But it was still relatively well maintained in the 90s and early 2000s.
0: No, this this is bad. I am so sorry. No, what? Oh, my God. I'm just going to be really transparent with you. Yeah. I literally have just cleared this room out. Like, we should not be recording right now. Like, you need to like, oh, hold it. I was or like, something. what are you talking about? It smells so bad in here. I'm I so sorry. I can't smell it. It's not made its way <laughs> over. I thought it was just going to be like a little mouse quiet toot, and it smells so bad. I'm so sorry. I'm going to make it through. We're going to be fine. I it's pretty bad. I'm, I, sorry. I'm
1: averse to smelling these things, so we, we're fine. We're I shouldn't have even have said anything. I'm sort of embarrassed now. You know what? If you had had this incident at Six Flags, at least the old man in the glasses wouldn't have seen or heard it because or smelled it. That's because so true. He wouldn't smelled who dealt it because he doesn't actually exist at the parks. <laughs>
0: That makes me sad. I want him to exist so I know, bad. Well, maybe he
1: did at one point, but like I was saying, it used to be well taken care of. And now it's not yeah. like it's not the worst, but it is definitely you go and it's like a little sad. Maybe it's mm. just because I'm older and I lost my sense of wonder. But I really do think it's a little bit on the decline. If you guys have opinions on that and you used to go to Six Flags a lot, hit me up. <laughs> Jackie is still smelling her own fart. I, I'm doing fine.
0: No, I'm just embarrassed, bro. I'm so embarrassed. Okay. I can barely smell it. We're all hang- we're doing okay over here. I feel like I'm just sitting in it now. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm distracting us. No, it's all good. Um, Jackie, topic, you want to give a little
1: heads up to people why you care about theme parks? Why does this topic matter?
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and quick side note about six flags. I feel like now it's kind of like the Friday night at Freddy's where like everything is kind of run down. And if you go there, you like, am I going to have some crazy horror experience? Like are the animatronics going to jump out and, you know, do some crazy things to me? I don't know. Um, Side note, but yes, I will tell them why theme parks for me have been always been a little bit daunting and scary. So from a very young age, I, when I would go to theme parks or carnivals or what have you. So my mom was like really, really scared of roller coasters and has always been. And so me being the oldest child, I feel like that was kind of passed down to me because my dad would be like, "Come on, Jackie, get on this ride." And my mom's like, "Jackie, you don't have to do it if you don't want to, sweetie." Like, it, they're terrifying. Like something bad could happen. And then, like me as like a, I don't know, a six or seven year old, I was like, "Well, shoot, okay, well, I don't want to die." Like, Duh. no, I'm not getting on this ride. And I think I always had this in the back of my mind where roller coasters equated to danger. And a big thing for me is if I'm waiting for a long time, so like in line, I'm very, very likely to change my mind because I'm building and building the anticipation. I'm building up in my head. This is the scariest thing I'm ever going to do in my life. And I genuinely like believe that in my head to be true, which is not true. That's not the case. It was a learned behavior and it just stuck with me for a year. So like still to this day, I'm like trying to overcome that, which is really crazy. Um, it's like if I can just get right in line and somebody just pushes me on, like I'm fine. And then I get done and I'm like, actually, that was like a lot of fun. Um, it's just it's just the hype of it all kind of wigs me out. Um, so that's where I'm at when I think of theme parks. That's typically what I think of. Um, at Disney, one year when I was like, I don't, even, I don't even think I've told you this, Hannah. I, I was probably like eight or nine, and I went with my dad. And my my younger brother and sister had, had already gone to bed. I would kind of chickened out earlier in the day on Thunder Mountain, which is at Magic Kingdom. Am I saying that right? Is it railroad something? Uh, Thunder Mountain, I think Thunder is accurate. Mountain. Okay. I always want to try to call it something else, so I'm glad I got it right. I chickened out earlier in the day. And so my dad puts my brother and sister to sleep, and he's like, hey, we can go back to Magic Kingdom. Like me and you, like, let's go, like, let's tackle this ride. And I was like, hell yeah. Now's my time to prove to my dad I'm not a little scaredy cat. I'm the oldest I can do this. So we go, we take all the effort to get there. It's really late. We're both tired. We get in line. (laughs) And we're probably like two or three rows from like the front. And my heart is just pounding, pounding, pounding. And I was like, now's my chance. And I hopped out of line like I literally like ran out and I remember like I'll never forget in my head my dad turning around and like (laughs) seeing me like all the way in the back just standing outside of the line. I didn't even tell him that I was leaving. I know it's like really sad. It breaks my heart. I had so much anxiety. Like I had bad dreams about it for years because I felt like I had disappointed him so bad, which like he was pretty frustrated because he had taken me to Magic Kingdom at night. But like it makes for a good story. But I think that I was just it was just something like I could not do. Like I was literally so scared like my body would not let me get on.
1: I mean, yeah, that's got to be really challenging when you have one authority figure that you love and respect is telling Mm -hmm. you that this is danger, 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 and you're a child. What else are you supposed to think? Like, I never once was afraid of a roller coaster because my parents put me on the all-American scream machine at Six Flags Over Georgia when I was four years old. So I never- Yeah. And like, I loved it. I was obsessed with it and my older brothers loved it. So I was, you know, it was just like what we all did, but they put us on it when we were young enough that we didn't have any fear because our parents were doing it. My brothers were doing it. Like we just got into it early enough without somebody who was apprehensive and afraid in front of me that I loved and respected. So it was just easy. So if my, you know, if my mom had been scared, it probably would be the same story for me, Mm -hmm. you know, but other, but yeah. I know it's, it's, it's that's, crazy. He- yeah, it's a lot. And I mean, that's like, a, it's a huge head game. Mm-hmm. Well, and this is especially pertinent. One of the reasons we chose this topic is because the Joneses and the Pruitts are planning a good old trip down to uh, Disney World for uh, September of this year, on the way to one of our friends' weddings in Florida, and we are just thinking through like what parks we want to go to and what we're going to do. So, um, Jackie's having to prepare her brain because her husband's going to want her to get on a roller coaster. And I will, and i am be proud of you.
0: It's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It is gonna be great. I think what I need to do, um, and and now that we're officially going as of tonight. I'm going to read a book about (laughs) conquering fears, but maybe I can find one specific to roller coasters and I might do like some meditation where I'm like repeating positive reinforcements to myself so mentally I'm prepared when I get there. It sounds kind of silly, but I think it might help me out. Do what you need to do. And we'll get to a story. Jackie and I had a shared experience
1: at a theme park for My Bachelorette. We went down to Universal Studios um, and Islands of Adventure, and we'll get to that at the end. But until then, or before then, we're going to tell some stories from our lives just to make you guys feel, uh, make you laugh. Uh, Hopefully, you can learn from our our craziness over our lives. But these are our theme park stories. Uh, The first one I'll share. So... I grew up going to Disney like once or twice a year when I was younger, and then when we got older, we didn't go quite as much. So one year, my parents had decided we were going to go when I was in, I think, seventh grade, which would have made my younger brother in fifth grade. And they took just me and him, which I had two older brothers. I don't know what they were up to. They probably were like, ew, Disney, I'm in high school. This is lame, uh, if I had to guess. And it just turned out that they took just us and we ended up at, uh, what I can remember. We went to all the different parks. Um, I think I cried in line for, um, rock and roller coaster that I think you were so Uggs. excited. No, no. Oh, oh yes. I had sorry. ridden it many times. We, we had been many times. So I cried because I didn't get Uggs for Christmas. Cause I was a little <laughs> B word and I'm so sorry that to my early
0: parents. 2000s, Hilton.
1: Oh, gosh, I'm so sorry to my parents. They're like, "We're trying to weather a worldwide recession, and you want your Uggs for Christmas? Like, get out of that pit, <laughs> girl."
0: It uh- <laughs> sounds familiar, though, dude. Like, I, I, I pulled some crap like that. I'm I sure just kept I
1: looking, and every girl online because we were there in December. I forgot to mention that um, we had visited some family friends in Tampa, and then we're at Disney World in December, which was our per- family's preferred time to go because it's not hot as blazes in mm. Orlando. And typically you can do like a very merry Christmas spe- special tickets where you can get that entrance at night and, you know, do the, all the Christmas stuff that my mom loves. And I have also grown to love all that to say, um, we were there in December. And yeah, really seeing Mickey.
0: and
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, although we never really cared about the characters, we were a ride family, but damn. That's
0: cold.
1: Literally like when we adopted my siblings and we went to Disney for the first time when I was in college, like Brooke wanted to go see princesses. Like she was in eighth grade or ninth grade and she wanted to go see princesses. And one of my brothers pitched such a fit. I think he left the park and got on the monorail and like said, bye-bye world. Like he was so mad because like we just didn't do that. I was the only girl in my family until I was 18. So like there was not much room to be into that stuff. And I just wasn't really into all of that as much as a lot of my friends. So we just didn't do the characters, but one time we did the the lunch with Cinderella. But anyway, back to the story. We're there in December. I cry over Uggs. Uh, I think the next day we end up at uh, somehow, some way, you know, we're at Magic Kingdom. I don't remember how the days lined up or what. So I didn't walk obviously straight from rock and roller coaster at MGM slash Hollywood Studios straight to <laughs> Magic Kingdom. But I know we were at Magic Owie. Kingdom. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, but I know we we're at Magic Kingdom when this happened. So I remember, obviously I was already pissy because I didn't get my Uggs. <laughs> And me and David are just like screaming and I'm crying. And I think David's crying. My parents are mad. And we're all just like pulled off to the side on one of the big sidewalks in between rides at Magic Kingdom. Can't remember which specific area we were in, but I want to say we were near near. it's a small world. It's so like in like the traditional classic area oh, of the park. Oh, no.
0: And Where things think- shouldn't go wrong. Exactly. Like it's obviously, we're not alone. On
1: Everyone pulled to the side is screaming and crying. We just happen to be the oldest because we're in like fifth and seventh <laughs> grade instead of like infants. Uh, but you know, we're we're figuring out where we're just like very upset with each other. Up walks this woman, and she's like, "Hi guys, welcome to Disney World." Oh no. She's like, "Do you know about our like a hundred years of Walt Disney World or dis- or of Disney or something? It was some big celebration. I want to say it was like a hundred years of Disney." Oh no promotion. Uh, she's like, well, you guys have been chosen to win one of our hundred years of Disney prizes. And we were just like, oh my gosh, I've got <laughs> tears in my eyes. I'm in seventh grade. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody, I'm mortified. Like somebody's coming up to me. I hate attention too. So it was like someone called us out while we were screaming at each other and like crying and whatever. Walks up to us and offers us this prize. I'm like, well, at least maybe it's a good prize. So I, internally I'm like kind of shifting a little bit. I'm like, maybe it's something that could be fun. Like could turn pass. this day around. Like, yeah, maybe. Or they were the, the prizes were big, right? Like they were big, like lots of money, f- season tickets, like it was Whoa. big stuff. Not just like a fast pass. It was a big, big deal. Like huge PR push, uh, promotional push for the year. And I was just like, okay, maybe. I think I had even heard of some of the prizes they were giving away while we were there because it was like being broadcast all over the place. I, I could be remembering that incorrectly, but either way, this lady comes up, she introduces herself, and she's like, "So, uh, we want to give you a gift," and and she says, "We are, we have chosen you and like three other families to." watch the fireworks at Magic Kingdom tonight, here tonight, on the platform of the Astro Orbiter, which is over by the uh, the Toy Story ride, the Buzz Lightyear ride, mm-hmm. and Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. And it's Lift it up so it's up in the air, and we're like, "Oh, that's cool! Like that sounds great." Actually, I'm remembering now that I didn't know the promotions before,
0: oh, okay. um, because
1: I remember being like, "That sounds really fun! Like we're getting to do this." And she walked with us there and like told us more about Disney. She filled us in on the whole underground Disney network, which I'm sure you know about, but it's so wild. Okay, see, I didn't know about it. Until I was in seventh grade.
0: Yeah, my face right now is like looking at Hannah like, I Yeah, Jackie's face
1: just was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) So essentially Disney and obviously do research because I could be wrong about some of this. I learned it in seventh grade and I had other priorities like um, straightening my side bangs and like trying to match my private school outfit with the right belt to be sassy. That was like my main priority. So I could be remembering this wrong. But (laughs) um, (laughs) there is a network of multiple little like half levels of like rooms and hallways and stuff underground? Underground, underneath the entire park underground what? where if you've have you ever seen someone pick up trash at a disney world you haven't because the trash cans go underground like okay. all of
0: it yeah. This is making sense to now a story I'm going to tell after I can't you're wait. Over. Oh my
1: gosh. Okay, you're going to oh tell this one my. next. When I'm done with this next. one, you're telling that next. one. Mm-hmm. You're telling that one for sure because yes, <laughs> the, it's an underground network. She explained that there's like this elevator that goes down like I want to say it was like eight inches and then open stores to a new floor. So they're Uh like kind of stacked on each other, I guess. And I never did my research on that. I thought that sounded like it didn't make any sense to me, but whatever. And that's where all the workers are. That's where they process trash. It's where they move around throughout the park. Like you've never seen workers walking through the park. That's on purpose. Like they um, only are able to enter in certain areas because of the underground network. And it's all to create this, this appearance of this perfect magical world. And it works.
0: Oh, my god! Isn't that crazy?
1: So we learned about that. No sunlight down there. No happiness. I know. It makes me think about, (sighs) what was that show on Apple TV with Adam Scott um, Um, where he worked, he had like the double life and he worked underground. You guys watched this.
0: Oh, oh, oh. Oh, um, severance, 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 severance. It, it sounds <sighs> like severance, but apparently
1: like, I don't know if the workers are happy, but everybody above ground is happy. Uh, <laughs> but she told us or like they do tours. And one of the, she, she, she says one of the gifts that we were giving away to people was a tour of underground Disney. And we're like, I was like, we're watching the fireworks on some stupid ride when we could have done a tour of underground Disney. So that's the first disappointment. Uh, but Fun fact, my parents went back years later and did that tour and said it was really cool and it would be super fun. We should even look into that for our trip. Let's do it. That would be cool. If not this one, whenever we bring our crazy children. Yes. Um, <laughs> one day. One day. Uh, so she does nice. one of the yes. gifts. Then she's, she keeps um, dropping in little seeds of the other gifts that were being given out. One was like thousands of dollars. I want to say it was like crazy amount. I, I could be, again straight straight bank side banks and the right belt with my my private school outfit so like my memory could be wrong but I want to say it was like a hundred thousand dollars something crazy like that what? and then there were like some tickets there were all of these crazy things um, and we got like the lamest by far of the awards so when I, when, I, when, I this out, when I
0: figure this out I'm just like
1: we're with these three families on this random platform far away from the from where they do the the fireworks like we're not near the castle we're in um, we're in, uh, what is underground. That? no, we're in the future. What is that area called? Oh, um, uh, tomorrowland tomorrowland. And we're, we're on the astro orbiter and we're with like four other families that we don't know. And we're just, it's really quiet. And we're all just talking to this lady and she just keeps telling us about other cooler prizes that we could have won. And I just keep thinking, she saw us angry at each other and she thought this would be funny. I'm sure that's not the case, Linda or Lisa or whatever your name is. But that was my, my, Karen. Yeah. That was my seventh grade thought was just, we got gypped. Like we get picked for like the first time in my life. I get picked for something like randomly. <laughs> I mean, Granted I was 14 or whatever, but still I was like, I got picked for something and it was the lamest. Like they must hate me. Like why do I have the worst lock? Like, I can never get my side things right. You were being picky mouse. <laughs> I was being picky mouse. I was being a word, that whole trip. No, but, no, we but we did get chosen at Disney World while having a massive fight, middle schoolers having a massive fight. Like it is a very funny story to me. So that's yeah, my, one first, in a million. my first story, uh, not only about how I found out about the underground network of Disney, but also about how my seventh grade spirit lived there and lives on and um, perhaps in the tunnels. There. <laughs> yeah. It, no, it lives on on the Astro Orbiter. That's where it is. <laughs> to the moon or outside of it's a small world where we were crying and fighting with each other
0: (laughs) when you see uggs
1: just a single lone uggs walking through the park you know you know what it is it's my spirit Mm. and it's saying lives on i finally got them, batch
0: that's what that's what it is (laughs) oh no oh no Oh wow! No, they keep all the Uggs under tunnel under under the tunnels now. These days, at that and time the tunnels, they
1: were they were couture at that time, but now they, they are couture. not couture and they must go underground. I think there's a dress code now at Disney. When no, we go, but, we have no, but I, I would assume that that's something they would prefer. I know not I to can't have.
0: go in dressed up as Mickey Mouse. I sure as hell won't go as Picky Mouse. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going as Picky Mouse, and you damn well <laughs> know <picky> it. Mouse. <laughs> You're Piggy Mouse, and I'm Piggy Mouse's sidekick. What's another one of the car- characters? I'll be Goofy. That's fine. No, I have to think of a
1: better one. What's like a funny... I like, can be Piggy Mouse. You can be Stinky
0: Mouse. <laughs> Stinky Mouse and Piggy Mouse. Oh, yeah, I'll think of a better one, but that whole thing. Okay. I see it now. Um, But I love that story because I feel like I just got more of a glimpse into your preteen years, and everything makes so much sense. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It does. It does. Um, my poor no. family. God that's God like bless something them all. That's like something that would happen to my family. Nothing like that has happened to my family. Although my sister has always been really, really lucky, so like she would win like drawing contest contests and stuff like. Remember how at Publix, like, after you checked out when you were with your mom, they had this, like, little children's picnic table, and the kids would color, and you could enter in a competition? Well, it was, like, sponsored by M&M's, so I remember she had this M&M drawing, and she, like, drew in the lines, like, perfectly. Of course, I was was super jealous, because she ends up winning the contest, and we get, like, free groceries for, like – a few months or something like cr- something something like absurd That's a big deal like we got like free food and like perks it doesn't like surprise minute. me
1: it does not surprise me that Caroline I is was back in the
0: early oh, uh, oh my gosh lucky. I know
1: I'm not I don't get chosen for anything ever so we me were either. dumbfounded we thought we were getting punked I mean that was a time when punked was on TV so we were like what's happening to us at Disney World right now like I I would be surprised. One, if I got chosen for punk in the first place, but it's more likely to get chosen for punk and have like Dax and Ashton walk out than it would be to that get be chosen cool. by Disney World to be given something for free. But then it turned out to be the crappiest of all the options. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> fatal <aligns>. lines. <laughs> Just a free Mickey shirt. My luck ran out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you were like, I'm fine to be Piggy Mouse again. <laughs> Mickey Mouse never ride the Astro
1: Orbiter again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, we won't be going there. When we go to Disney, we're gonna avoid Tomorrowland so Hannah doesn't have any flashbacks.
1: No, we no no you can't get away with that. I'm I'm taking you. If we do go to Magic Kingdom, you're gonna go on Space Mountain. I've never been. Yeah, you're gonna go on Space Mountain. So my fear of roller coasters, as you know, it's a really easy one, and you won't feel that way. But afterwards, you will. Oh, it's just it's just like very sweet and easy. If you can do fast sweet. track, you can do it. Easier anyway. Than- Hit me with that next
0: story about your oh trash can experience. Okay, so I didn't want to make a comment about when you said that there was an underground <laughs> I'm sorry, there was an underground Disney. Okay. How do, how do I put this where it's like not defamation toward Disney? Yeah, you gotta be freaking careful. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna dumb this story down for the podcast. I'm just gonna dumb it down because this is all hearsay. I heard this from a friend, from a friend who heard it from a friend. Like this is Was very it hearsay. <laughs> it's possible, <laughs> it's possible that I just don't remember, but that there may have been some of Ratatouille's friends, Remy's friends, out and about. I'm gonna leave it at that because I'm not gonna make a statement. Oh, they. I'm gonna let you guys in people
1: probably got in some trouble.
0: I'm thinking there may that. have been, I don't know if, you know, they were brought in. I don't know if they, you know, there was, it was um, the underground tunnel. That's, I'm, I am I. need to stop. I'm, I'm putting my foot in my mouth. I've got to stop. That's all I'll say. <laughs> the rest is up for inference. Maybe they were just the chefs, Jackie. You know what? Actually, I'm going to phrase it this way. A lot of tiny chefs. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> too many cooks in the kitchen, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave it at too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, Obviously, this is all hearsay. Disney is super clean. It sparkles. and I mean, it's a magical place. Obviously. It's amazing
1: that it's so sparkly because of how many idiot kids are throwing their churros on the ground and like not finishing their... Like subpar dull whip And they're throwing it On the ground And then not Sorry it's not subpar I'm so sorry That was defamation I'm so sorry <laughs> Except that I mean it Because so it it, me. I waited too long For that girl. stuff And it was not very good In my opinion uh, But There's food everywhere And it gets cleaned So quickly most of the time I don't know how They would avoid Not having an occasional uh, Too
0: many cooks In the kitchen moment That's what I'm thinking And Now that I say it Wink wink Nudge nudge Perhaps it was a different theme park to not be named. Too far gone. Hannah shaking her head. Too far gone. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah.
1: It's not a big story <laughs> if Six Flags has rats because it just does. Like you just, <laughs> just know it makes sense. If, if it doesn't, you're like, am I hit the wrong place? <laughs>
0: <laughs> point me to the rats, please. Like I don't think That's I paid enough for this is. ticket. If you if there's no rats at Six Flags, point me to the rats and the man with the bald head and the. That's exactly where the fun's at. While we're singing,
1: I'll throw in one of my small stories anecdotes. Do it, lady. One time on that same trip with my mom, dad, and David, we were waiting in line for the haunted mansion. And it was nighttime. I think we were it was during the very Merry Christmas. So we were there at night and lines were shorter, but we were stuck in this line for a little longer than the rest. And there was an a cappella group in line with us, and it was around Christmas. And they just sang Christmas carols and like top uh top forties for like an hour while we were waiting in line for uh, waiting in line for the ride. And it was amazing.
0: I thought you were going to say, I-, <laughs> I thought you were going to end with, that was the most annoying thing in the world.
1: No, they were actually good. So it was good. Oh, they were And good. it was like, everybody was just standing there and it was night at Disney. So it wasn't very loud. So it was kind of quiet and there wasn't a ton going on. Like my parents and I and my brother had spent all day together. So we were just enjoying the, the nice voices. It it was more pleasant than it could sound. It wasn't Listen like the, the pitch. The it wasn't like I had pitch
0: perfect on repeat or anything like that. <laughs> Listen to the carolers, so I don't think about how I was dipped out of a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I was
1: butthurt. <laughs> and also it, I was seventh grade, so everything made me mad. So thankfully, they distracted me uh. from that and didn't make me mad. I think we were mostly just like laughing and also like a little dumbfounded that they were so confidently singing in front of everybody it was just distracting (laughs) it was distracting from boredom because i hate waiting in lines like literally hate it and so does my
0: dad me and you but for two different reasons i think
1: yes for two different (laughs) reasons but same result which means when we travel together we're gonna i'll get you on rides faster because i hate waiting and i will pay good money to not wait so will my dad because he hates it too but that was the longest line we were in so we needed distraction all right. What's I need your next
0: to be story? Pushed. I need to be pushed on, I and think I I'm, will. Oh please, please! But I'll be
1: gracious because I know it's scary for you, and I <sighs> understand
0: why. It doesn't make you weak or anything. Thank you. Thank you. I I appreciate that a lot. I I appreciate the patience. Um, but oh, this is real, sorry. My next little story. So this is like carnivals count as theme parks, right? Yes. For this episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw it like, in uh, there. Yeah. All right. I'll throw it in there. State so, fair. Yeah, yeah. State fair. Um, but one that like wasn't the official state fair of Georgia. Like I think it was like a few steps down from that. So meaning it was in the middle of nowhere. I'm not really sure how we ended up here. I was probably like five, six years old. No, no, there's no way. I would have been seven or eight. Cause I remembered enough to remember that um my mom being scared of rides (laughs) she is got on one of the you know those rides it's like it's like picture like um the bottom of it like at the base and the the bottom half of like a saucer that's cut off at the top and then you have like spinning cups like inside of it the the flying saucer ride at disney yeah, and it like oh, it's not at Disney. This is the carnival, yeah. so right? It was, but very oh, similar, ve- very similar. So, and then they have this like chair they're sitting in, but the backs of it are like when you ride Haunted Mansion at Disney to do like a Disney parallel, where like oh, it's really tall above you. Those are very fast. Very fast. I loved
1: them as a child, which means they're crazy because I was an adren- adrenaline junkie.
0: Yeah, and it's like it like as the saucer is moving, the ch- the chairs are like whipping around. Like I mean, like you <laughs> like yeah. Like oh my god, I just had a flashback and I saw my mom and my sister, and I'm laughing now. But my sister was like, <laughs> <laughs> my sister was like begging to go on this ride. She's like, mom, mom, I want to go, I want to go. And she would have been like four or five at the time, so like really small. And my dad's like, I'm not going on that, Stacy. And um. Stacy was like, okay, I'm going to bite the bullet on this one. I'm sure it's not bad. It looks like a teacup ride. She hadn't seen it going yet. It like looks like Alice went over a teacup like, just with it stagnant. Um, and then she gets on and oh, no, I just watch true. oh my god and like apparently the guy who was like conducting it like the engineer guy was like obviously somebody from like I mean I'm not I'm not trying to generalize but I think everybody has a picture <laughs> in, <laughs> Do in it their generalized mind to it. <laughs> I think everybody has a picture in in their mind of what this person would look like this individual um, <laughs> and this person is like really like sees my mom like my mom is like trying to make eye contact and she's like waving like with both arms in the air and she was like stop the ride stop the ride because she was like so sick like she like her face was like white as a ghost she was like she was about (laughs) I'm sorry she was about to like pass out literally and she's like stop stop the ride and he like accelerates it like I'm not kidding you like we like look over at him and like he's like Vroom, and then the thing Fantastic. starts going faster and the, the ride we we were me and my dad were watching the ride a, a few times before and it was not going that fast and it was not going that long he like extended it so my mom got off and like she was so sick like she was sick for like at least a day like from the um <laughs> like i guess the um what do you call it when you're like motion motion, like motion sick. sick like vertigo almost vertigo she like said she had like the spends like for like a few days and i was like oh my god dude that is wild
1: and you just reminded me of one of my stories i didn't even have to prepare to tell but okay. i the sadistic nature of that op that theme park operator reminds me of <laughs> the acrophobia operators at Six Flags, which Mm. if you've been to Six Flags, you don't have to have ridden the ride to hear the guy on the microphone that will be singing like, London Bridge is falling down, falling down, (laughs) and then we'll press the drop button. They won't (laughs) finish the song. They'll just like do it midstream. I mean, again, this was in like 2005, so I don't know what they do anymore, but that's how it used to be. And they had some sadistic people that were just like mad at life and were just having fun with people's fear. So I mentioned earlier, I'm never afraid of a roller coaster. That is the truth. I am, however, still, I still get anxious going on drop rides. For some reason, those were just not it for me, but I do them all now. I'm not afraid to do them per se, but I, I do still get jitters. I never get jitters on roller coasters, but I do drop rides. And at this time, when I went on acrophobia for the first time, I was horrified of them, but I was like, I need to do this. Like, why am I afraid of this? when I'm not afraid of Goliath. I need to go. And yep. I was there for my birthday and like, gosh, 13th birthday or something like that. Uh And a couple of friends were there with me and they agreed. They're like, we're all doing it together. And it was the three of us. And we're like, okay, we're doing this. We're doing this. We finally make it to the end of the line. I think it was a shorter line. So we didn't wait too, too long to where we would turn around and just leave. Um, Uh we get in there, we find our seats. I sit in the middle because I was like, please, I'm so scared. I was more scared than my friends or so I thought. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I lock in and then my friends oh, no. are like, we can't do it. And they start walking away. No,
0: they didn't. After <laughs> you locked in. Oh, oh Jackie. Dude. I was screaming at them. <laughs> I was like, no,
1: don't go. Don't go. Don't go. I was like crying and terrified. Like crying, screaming. It's like if Kat had gotten up and left you on that, on the ride we're gonna talk about later. Oh, like screaming, no. crying. And they like felt so bad, but they were like, we're too scared. And then the operator guy, the sadistic operator guy gets on the microphone and starts bullying my friends into getting back on the ride. Are you serious? He starts roasting them. He's like, how dare you leave your friend? Like you guys suck. Like all this stuff. He probably didn't say that directly, but essentially was saying the essence of what he was saying was like, you guys are so cruel. You've got to get back on this ride with your friend. So they get in because he wouldn't let me out, but he would, he was trying to bully them in so that he didn't have to let me out. They get back in. We end up doing it. He does his whole shebang of singing some song like happy birthday and then dropping you mid happy and then drop. And it was scary. Those rides are scary. But it was enjoyable. Um, But I was still like on such a like panic adrenaline high from my friends almost leaving me that I like barely even remember the ride altogether because I was like, I can't believe my friends almost abandoned me. And I still like when I see them and this kind of thing comes up,
0: I hold this over their head to this day. I don't blame you. I would too. Like that's, that is terrifying. Yeah. Like, oh my god! I'm having those PTSD sadistic for you.
1: Yeah, those sadistic uh, people working the machines. Like they they work for good and they work for evil. With your mom, they are working for <laughs> evil. With <laughs> yes, my friends, they, do. they bullied them into being good friends. So <laughs> I mean, I, so you had like a win for that. Kind of. I mean, he still was being a. Uh, Asshole. A total asshole with the songs. Like, I mean, singing it and you have no idea at what point. It's not like they count and you know it at zero that you're dropping. Like, they're singing, giving you the idea that you have an idea when you're dropping and then then you don't know, which is honestly a little bit better because then you're not like anticipating it as Mm -hmm. much. But
0: it's. I'm getting nervy just thinking about it.
1: I'm not going to make
0: you go on a drop ride. Don't worry about it. Oh, dude. Thank you. I'll do it without you. Sweating. I didn't make it. I know you, you will, on. and I'll watch you, and I'll be taking your picture. Great. Aunt Jackie, taking your Just Taking, taking picky just mouse's taking picture.
1: picture. They are really – like the feeling that you get on those rides is very unique, uh, but they're so quick. Like they go over – they Ooh, get over really fast. Yeah, the only one that, that I nice. actually really love is Dr. Doom's Fearfall at Universal because mm. it's like takes you down and then back up and then uh-huh. down and back up, and it's it's like very refreshing after the initial drop. So I actually love that one. The rest of them are just okay.
0: Up, down, up, down, up, down. Because all we do is win. Pause for the seven seconds where I can't sing a song. Win, win. And if you're going in, put your hands in the air. Make them stay there. That's right. Do you have another story for me? I do. And I actually thought of it. See, this is what's great about this. I feel like you've said something and it's made me think of another story. Well, this is in the carnival realm. Here this is how I'm going to start Why it. Were you taken to so many carnivals? I'm not on my own accord, man. I don't know. <laughs> Somehow I ended up We did grow up in Georgia, so like I mean it makes sense. This one was in Myrtle Beach, South oh, Carolina. Oh, no. Circa 2000 and nine, 2008, 2009, we were going to see our friends and they were like, yeah, we don't live too far from the carnival, like right on the beach. We're like, yeah, we'll go like one night. And like my family was going for a beach trip. They live close to the beach. This is great. Well, picture it being like, okay, it's already dark outside. It's probably like nine or no, it's probably like 10 o'clock on like a Friday night or something like that. And this place is, how old were you? Oh yeah, 2009. I was 14 no i was younger than that no i was 14 i was 14 10 like, p.m. why are you up so late but now it makes sense you're in high school or yeah. late middle school actually yeah late middle school um and we were on like spring break or something. Not spring break. Like we took time off. I, I, I can't tell you when or why I was there. Like Lord only knows. But Nobody
1: ever knows why they end up in Myrtle Beach, let's be honest.
0: Uh, let alone a carnival. <laughs> <laughs> At Myrtle <Right>? Beach, yikes. <laughs> So we all are like hanging out, you know, it's – and what was cool about – this was the Holdridge family and they're amazing. And what was cool about growing up with them is they each had a kid who is my own – what's up? I just thought I might
1: know a holdridge, but never mind. We'll talk about it later,
0: huh? Sydney holdridge? No, okay, no. Oh, good. Um, For a second, I thought I had something on my shoulder. I was like, "Oh no, is there a bug on my shoulder?" No, you're good. We do get cockroaches. There's no ratatouilles in here. (laughs) Yeah, there's (laughs) no little chef hat. Little chef (laughs) with a hat. Um, with a chef hat, but. Okay. So what was really fun is each myself, my younger sister and my younger brother, we each had a, a kid our own age to like hang out with. So I was hanging out with Sydney. My sister was hanging out with Maddie. My brother was hanging out with Houston. Well, Houston is like a really, 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 at this time they were nine. I really want to go on the swings. So like those swings that are like – Did they
1: lift off the ground as well? They did.
0: Okay. And so you could see the beach. It was like you know really what's pretty. what's
1: funny is I used to go to a theme park with my brother David and his friend Houston every summer and our mom and his mom. And we uh-huh. would go – I was when you said <gasps> Houston, I was thinking of the swings because we used to spend a lot of time in the Gotham area of the Six uh-huh. Flags, which is where the swings were. And it was in my head before you said swings. Oh, my
0: gosh. Whoa. Super crazy. Okay, so Houston wants to go on the swings. Houston wants to go on the swings. Um, and I can't remember if my brother goes with him or not. I think he does. Like, Jesse was kind of, like, a little bit scared, but then he's like, I'll do it. Really like, great you all have fun. So they get on the swings and they go up, and we're watching them. Like picture bushes being like right next to the swings, but like everybody's standing behind the bushes to watch. But like the crowd has dwindled because like really late, people are starting to leave. This is like at the end, Myrtle kind Beach where they close Myrtle Beach where they close on a Friday night, and I can't tell you what month. So they get on Jesse and Houston, and they're going around and around. So like the swings go up, they get wider because gravity, and. Circularness. Can you tell i'm a scientist? The massive
1: loop of life.
0: <laughs> the massive loop of life. So they're spinning, they're spinning, they're spinning. And mom's like, look at them. it's like me and my mom and sister are watching. We're like, look at them, go. Like, wow, that's crazy. And then my mom's like, What is that? What is that? Like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> what is that in the in the in the air? Like there's something like going around like with them, but like it's in the air. And then Literally, like I kid you not, like right when she says that, um, something like splatters on her and he's like Houston is like puking as this thing is going around. So picture make it made it onto your mom. It, and then my sister and then me. Like we all had like like it was like out of a movie. It was like he was like and then it was like like across us. I know, dude. And I've never been so disgusted in my entire life, but, like, watching my mom freak out about that was something I'll never forget.
1: Um, okay, can I ask the consistency? Sure, sure, sure. Because at it age, was a, who knows what he's been eating?
0: Was, I'm pretty sure he had, like, a corn dog or something. Oh, no. I oh, know, dude. No. It was, like, chunky I saw and it was a wet hot end. dog in
1: our apartment hallway this weekend who did eddie i did and i eddie tried to eat it my God.
0: <sighs> oh, anyway no. yeah i'm so sorry well That's you had that literally on your body when you were yeah. 14. It was on my shirt luckily i didn't get but my mom was like back up back up and like it it was all over the bushes and like but they couldn't stop the ride so he just oh, kept getting gosh. sick like he was going around and like it was just like, like ah everybody's getting sloshed uh, no it was just us that was beside it but it was just like going into bushes and stuff and like flying through the air like i oh my remember gosh. thinking oh my god like is this reality like i was like wait what is happening like i was it gives a whole new meaning to the splash zone <laughs> oh my god it does it does and i remember the color Ugh. okay i'll tell you really quick I liked salmon. That is all. Awesome.
1: Salmon. Ooh, did Ooh, he have anything brown. with tomato sauce? Maybe ketchup from the hot dog. Oh, probably That's upsetting. That probably. is upsetting. Oh, yeah, that makes. Oh, so poor sense. Houston. I hope he got uh, better. Uh, he did. I don't think I'm the sure. Houston that I went to theme parks with ever vomited. Not now that I think about it. So I remember he got off and he's like <laughs> one to <"Hey>, one. <laughs> one
0: sick. You're like, <laughs> like no shit, like, Sherlock. Like a nine year old kid. <laughs> I'll never forget his face. He was like, he's like this little kid with like huge blonde hair and he like is wearing a light blue shirt that's like also a (laughs) v-neck and it's just covered in puke and he's just like in a trance like he's like looking into the distance he's like i feel sick (laughs) did jesse make it out alive what did jesse make it out okay he did he was he was like just laughing hysterically but like he also had had some on him because he was sitting next to him so he was getting like whatever was coming. Oh, gross. oh it's so upsetting. <laughs> theme parks create such
1: wild experiences they really or do. carnivals or
0: anything with rides. Like I, I was just thinking that
1: there was one time that, okay, so my friend Macy and her family and my family used to travel together a lot. And we'd go down to Tampa for spring break. And every year we would go to Bush Gardens, which is one of my favorite theme parks. I haven't been in years, but it is top notch. And <laughs> it's, I was a roller coaster fiend. So, for opposite reasons of you, I was like so excited in lines. You were terrified. We both ended up crying in this situation because you weren't there, but you would have cried. I cried because we were waiting in line for this ride. I want to say it was Kumba. I think that was the name of it. Mm. And I wanted to ride it so badly. And the year before, I was too short. And I was hoping that I was just tall enough because, you know, they have those height mm-hmm. measurements. And I was in elementary school. And we get to the front and they measure us. And Macy is tall enough and I'm not. And she's like so excited as she should be. And I start... Freaking the frack out. Like, I start <laughs> crying and screaming oh, and rashing, oh. and my mom has to pull me aside in the little waiting area. And I was always a kid that felt like I was older than I was, which I'm sure every kid feels that way, but I felt it to like a deep degree. And I was like, this is BS that I'm not allowed to get on this ride. I'm not scared of it. I know I'm going to be fine. Like, one inch is not going to mean anything. And Macy wrote it and had a great time. And it was infuriating and the whole time i was in the waiting area just screaming crying i like, can't believe oh, what it was like to witness me like that like people were thought probably thought i was scared but really i was just did, pissed that
0: they wouldn't let me on question did yes. the bush gardens employee walk up to you and your mom no. and say I've, I've got a raffle for you
1: no raffles no <laughs> raffles bush gardens isn't quite into the uh, the magic you know they have a uh, very clean very good theme park but it's really just like uh nuts and bolts no tiny like a six flags but make it like seven times better It's about the rides. Seven flags. It's about the coasters. (laughs) Not six. Seven Seven flags. Seven flags. Oh,
0: man. I was trying to think. I've
1: got so many theme park stories. What I'll end
0: with – we might have to do a theme park episode 2. Well, we're going to because after
1: we go in September, we'll have to do oh, a re- uh, we'll have to give our to own re- new re- stories yeah, and we then we'll must- share some more. But Monster. what I want to close with are my universal stories, which is going to lead into a shared story that Jackie and I have. Before we get into it, Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure in Orlando, Florida was my family's Favorite place. Like we loved it. We liked Disney. Universal had the roller coasters. So we were like, yes, let's go. And it also had like the Hulk and had Spider-Man and had the mummy. So it was more grown up. Um, and I was always trying to chase being older, like I just said, and my brothers were older than me. So they were more entranced by what existed at those parks. So we, at multiple points in my life, I think had season passes and just were there a lot, especially once we started getting, like my older brother started getting above the age of like 13 or so. We went pretty much exclusively to Universal at that point, which is why I hadn't gone to Disney in a while when I went in seventh grade with the, the bangs and the belt, you know? checks out. Uh, but <laughs> we are at Universal all the time. A couple of funny things that I just like remember so well from Universal. Um, one, I know that place like the freaking back of my hand I can get around like it's nobody's business because we've and she been. She does. So many times. I'll <laughs> tell you because
0: I've been with her. She is the universal queen. She'll get you anywhere. It. She'll go go through those underground tunnels, pop up, uh, pop up in Harry Potter World. And Popeyes. And, yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a Popeyes ride. We didn't do it when we were on my bachelorette, but one no. of my stories
1: is about Popeye's. So I popped up into Popeye's. Oh. Oh, so wow. Popeye's is one of those River Rapids rides, right? Mm. They've got them at like every theme park. And it's just like anyone at any theme park uh, where they'll have like gun stations above where people could be shooting water at you. And oh. like there's the, the little circular boat is spinning and mm. water's like spilling into the boat. Is it spinning fast? Not like making you sick. It's a very easy ride, but you are going to get really wet. So my family didn't really know this the first time we went on it. We're like, let's risk it. They have this thing in the middle where you take your socks and shoes off and you put them in the middle and you zip them up in a waterproof area because that's how wet you get. and i want to say we must have been there off season because we went on this ride never having been on it before nervous to get wet because none of us like getting wet in fact my brothers always are complaining about chafing when they're at theme parks they call each other like freaking chief chafe and all this (laughs) junk this is how you know i grew up with boys um, walking around universal i distinctly remember one of my brothers walking past we were walking past the spider-man ride and they were calling my dad chief chafe and my brother like um padawan chafe or something stupid like that and then my mom was like i'm chafing too it was like a whole situation i was like this is too much you guys we've got to cool our freaking jets but anyway so we go on this ride and chafing's an issue for my brothers apparently we don't know how wet we're gonna get we get absolutely drenched from head to toe were you
0: wearing your leather pants
1: (laughs) no leather pants but i think i was like it was the age and stage of my life where i was still a kid i think i was wearing like khaki shorts Mm-hmm. I wasn't wearing athletic clothes because they weren't as popular then for everyday wear as they are now. So I uh, must have been wearing khakis. My mom probably was wearing khakis. My dad was probably everybody wearing Everybody was wearing khakis. And we get out and everybody is pitching such a freaking fit. And at the time, my parents and my mom is always frugal, uh, is a little frugal McDougal. And we didn't pay extra money for anything. But we were complaining so much that she paid for one of those dryers, those like Coca Cola themed dryers that they have at the park where you stand in them and there's like big fans that blow on you. And we had to do that for like 30 minutes because none of us were okay to walk around the park without like massive chafing or discomfort or just being generally annoying children. And it was a nightmare. And I don't think I've been back on that ride since then. And it's been, you. it's probably been like, 15 years at this point. You'd However, the go. one right across from it is all you need. You got to go on uh-huh. Dudley do rides, rips all falls. You'd be terrified because there's a big drop, but you'd have a great time. Oh, okay.
0: And you'll only get a little bit wet. A little bit. See, that's not too bad. Worst case, if I get super wet, just go to the um – um Uh, gift store and and buy Spider-Man themed t-shirt and shorts. That's what I would
1: do. Honestly, now with my own money, I'd just go buy myself clothes. I'd be like, forget about it. It's fine. I'll just put my clothes in the backpack and then store it in a locker and everything's fine. Be good Um, to go. There was one time we were at Disney and it was recent. So it was when I was Mm -hmm. graduated from college. So It was within the last six years. And we went as a full family and we were there in December for a very Merry Christmas because that's when we always go uh-huh. since my parents figured out about it. And we were we, we decided to ride um, – what was the name of that ride? Splash um, Mountain, which is no longer Rips. Oh, Splash you know what? Mountain, that's a ride I could do. For questionable reasons, yeah. Oh, then you could do Dudley Do Ride. They're very similar. Um, but Splash Mountain. Um, we decided to ride it. I had this whole thing where I was like, I used to ride this all the time in December and they turn the water down. You don't get wet. And I like, told all my siblings I hadn't done it before. It's going to be fine. You're not going to get wet. The, the water levels are lower. You're going to be fine. And it's December and it's chilly at night. You're going to be okay man up, get in the boat, get in the log. And so my whole family gets into one freaking log, except for I think Michelle was pregnant and, or had Sawyer with her. I think she had had Sawyer and Sawyer was with her. And then someone else had to stay off the ride. So we all fit, whatever number of us was there, we all fit in one log. And the whole time, you know, you're just like winding around Mm -hmm. and we were just telling stories to each other, like just making fun of each other and ripping jokes and all this stuff. And everybody's dying laughing. And, with every little turn, water keeps pouring onto my brother Brandon, and he's the one that didn't want to go. And I told him that it was going to no. be fine, and he keeps getting water on himself, and his socks and shoes are soaked, <laughs> and everything just keeps landing on Brandon. I don't even think he was—he might have been in the front, but like it didn't make sense oh, why it was no. only Brandon. Poor we go down the big hole at the front, and I—he said some things he can't unsay. I don't even really remember what they were, but With they were the just, whole family. He was so angry, he was just so angry, but he was—he's oh, hilarious. He was just cracking jokes. He like probably cursed all of our firstborns and was just like, I can't believe you guys freaking got me on this boat. I'm trench. And then we go down the big hill and the water just like pummeled him. And yeah, that's my story about getting hilarious. wet at theme parks and poor Brandon. I mean, he got Ugh. suckered into that and I really thought I knew what I was talking about. So it was a very humbling moment for me as well.
0: Uh, it's okay. Like you went off the facts that you knew to give good advice that you thought what you thought was good advice at the time, which like I probably would have done the same thing. You wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, going to theme parks as an adult is a whole different experience. I mean, we had so many like fun things on that trip where we were just like, just absolutely goofing off on it's a small Mm -hmm. world or whatever. And on that ride, like it's just people are going to get wet, but you're going to have a great time along the way because you just look at everything differently when you're a 25 year old going on those rides than you did when you were at 14, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And then I feel like when you go to a theme park too, like a little bit of you has to be like, I'm going to get gross today. Yes. Sweat and all. Sweat, maybe a little wet, maybe a little uncomfortable, blister city.
1: And speaking
0: of discomfort,
1: let's talk about our shared (gasps) universal experience. So just to set it up, I've mentioned this already, but for my bachelorette, weekend because I love theme parks so much. And because I'm not a Disney adult, I decided to go to Universal mostly because a lot of my bridesmaids didn't know each other. They were kind of from all different parts of my life. I get anxiety thinking about having people hang out together and not having a good time. So I was like, what can we do? That's an activity where everybody can have a good time. They're all traveling. everyone
0: together beautifully too. It was was fun. fun. It was was really fun.
1: Uh, but I was just thinking like everyone's traveling from everywhere. Where can we go? And I'm so glad I landed on it. We ended up going to universal and we did both parks in one day. And, um,
0: in that time together, Jackie conquered a massive fear. I did. I did it for Connor and Hannah. I literally said that when I got on the ride. She said
1: that many times, and it was beautiful. Oh, did I? I kind of. I want to say during the line on the way, you said it a couple of times. It was an affirmation, and it got you there. I was
0: hyping myself up, bro. I was in line, and I was like, "Well, I'll say this part." So. The group is like, we got to go on the, what is it called? The Hagrid motorcycle ride in Harry Potter world. What is Hagrid's
1: that? roller coaster that has the long line, the long ass line. That's the, the one. long
0: ass ride. I mean line. Golly. It, it's it's kind field. of a long ride too. It's a pretty good roller coaster. It kind of yeah. is. It is. So what we were doing was everybody, the entire group gets in line. They're like, we're so excited to ride this. Well, the wait time was an hour and 45 minutes. So I had an hour and 45 minutes to think about if I was gonna get on this ride or not and we we go in and I'm like <sighs> I'm like I'm not gonna get on this ride and then I, the longer we wait I'm like so I'm waiting for like obviously we were all hanging out and having a good time but I was like no no no, I'm I've got to be waiting for something like I have to get on this ride um and so I don't know if we were about halfway through but was I was when we were playing heads up I think it was when we we're playing heads up and like after the game was over which if you don't know what heads up is, it's this game on your phone, it's an app and then you'll put it on your forehead and it's kind of like charades and then it'll give you a topic and you like try to act it out or whatever. And then the person that's holding up to their forehead who doesn't know what it is. will like if like, or right, if you get it, if you get it right,
1: I don't remember, but thank you, Ellen, for that game. It's (laughs) great. And it helps us uh, waste time in long lines.
0: Yeah, it's great. And regardless of the game afterward, I was like, okay guys, I'm gonna get on. <laughs> I'm gonna get on. I was like really hyping myself up, and so we get to the to the ride, at the front, and like it's time to get on. And I'm like, "Fuck!" And Cat, who's one of our good friends, who's also in the wedding party, she um, is a nurse, and I was like, "I have got to be sitting next to her." Because if I end up passing out, that's going to be no bueno for any of us. So I get on the ride. I immediately scream for Connor and Hannah because they're getting married and I'm, I was being lame, but it was so sweet and sentimental in my heart. I was like, this ride is going to pick up. And it it wasn't lame.
1: You were scared. You needed something to be on there for.
0: I was genuinely scared. Like I was like, had so much adrenaline pumping through me. Like I was like, ah, ah, like that. Like I was so freaking scared. Like, oh and it went really well like it was really fun during like once I kind of let go and because like my biggest thing is like I'll start to fight the feeling that I'm going fast like you know when your body tenses up and you're like I'm fighting this like if you're dropping really fast you're like I'm gonna fight this I'm gonna fight this and then it's not pleasurable because you're literally just like oh I'm so tense I hate this and I was like I gotta loosen up okay and I just kind of when I let go and just kind of like let my body be like wet noodle like like limpy, yes. betty spaghetti yes. when i became betty spaghetti is when i started joining the enjoying the ride and i was like okay this is great this is great and we got off so the ride stops the ride stops and we get off but the platform is like moving but when i get off of the ride onto the platform i have so much energy adrenaline like straight up adrenaline like We'll have to post the video on socials when we get to promoting this episode. The video is also like three minutes after what she's about to talk about. So she had been coming down
1: off the adrenaline for three minutes and the video looks like she – anyway, you'll you'll get an idea of what I'm talking about when you see it. She was was high as a freaking kite on adrenaline.
0: Yeah. I was like so much adrenaline pumping through my body. So I get off the platform. My first inclination is just to start running on a moving platform and obviously this is going to alert the universal employees (laughs) to be concerned and so one of them's like what are you doing you've gotta freaking stop what are you doing and then the other Universal employees had to calm this one lady down. She was very – she had a bad day. She hated me. Under, I she mean, had had a bad day, I guess. I was acting up, you know. I was I, – but n- not on my own accord. I, You know, I was – was, I had to. Adrenaline. You were, like,
1: literally hopping around screaming, like, I did it. I did it. I conquered my fears, like, screaming. And it was so beautiful. And this lady was just cranky. Like, anyone would have
0: seen the joy in your eyes and been happy about it. She was ruining it. She, she was.
1: She tried and to we get your way, but she didn't steal your thunder.
0: We didn't let her get the best of us. We did no. not. Um, she was trying to put me in universal jail, as we all called it. We were like, she's going to put me in Universal Jail. I don't even know if that's a place, but I was like, they're going to lock me up. They're going to lock me up with Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and everybody from Disney. We're going to be in the Mickey cell went. underground. <laughs> Mickey's doing hard time. <laughs> yeah, Mickey's doing a hard time at Universal if you're looking for him. If you don't see him at Magic Kingdom or Epcot, he is underground at Universal. He's underground where the Jaws ride used to be. Go check it out. Yes. And he's having an answer to Harry Potter, Hulk, and Spider Man all at the same time. And Dr. Gringotts. They're upset. Hiding out, I'm sure. Yeah, probably so. Um, But I was so excited, y'all. I was like jumping up and down, I was hype. Um, That was so much fun. But (sighs) okay, I got to add some things. Oh, I might have left out some key details.
1: No, no, no. Your experience is your experience and it's extremely valid. I just was observing because I was in the front row and I was witnessing some things from behind me. Oh, gosh. So I believe Anna Gray was sitting next to me. Is that correct? Do you remember? Um, I think she was. Yeah. I believe it was Anna Gray. Not that that super matters. Anna Gray, let me know if I'm wrong. AG. AG, AG, baby. Um, okay. So Jackie is right behind me. And Kathy. Ja- I? Kat I thought you Jackie, were in the front. You were, you guys were I might not have been the very front, but I was in front of you. Oh, I was directly in front of You were at the back. I was directly in front of you. Oh wherever we were, I was directly in front of you. And I just remember hearing you go. <laughs> <laughs> and Kat's, Kat's recollection is that you were just screaming out of fear for the first like minute of the ride. And then, like you said, you started letting go. And then you were just like screaming out of elation and she could tell the difference. <laughs> and then you were just, Oh my God. I want to say, I can't remember the exact quotes, but you just kept screaming like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And it was one of the most beautiful like... <laughs> It was like I was watching the movie Miracle. Like you were overcoming like a massive – You were beating the USSR in hockey in your brain. And like you getting off that ride and like there were just like genuinely beautiful tears streaming down your face. And you're just telling people like you don't understand. My mom was fearful and I inherited her fear and I just overcame uh, like generational fear. And it was so beautiful and amazing. <laughs> and I just have never seen someone look like they've done nefarious amounts of, of, <laughs> of drugs uh, in my life. Uh, and it was all just off of conquering a fear. I'm like, man, I don't know why people don't conquer fears more often if that's what it feels like. Like you were <sighs> on level 75
0: not like the rest of us were on level eight and you were on level 75 it was like such a high like i what's funny i'm glad you mentioned that because i forgot i cried i did cry speaking of crying at theme parks this was a joyous cry yes this wasn't a fearful cry like somebody's thrown up on me or a bratty or seventh grade tier friday seventh grader that didn't get their uggs or someone <laughs> who's too scared and runs away from thunder mountain but it just did feel like accomplishing like overcoming like a childhood fear like that was like One of the best feelings like I've ever felt. And it sounds like really like lame. No. It like was such a good feeling. It doesn't sound lame.
1: And I'm like super I I genuinely am super honored that I was present for it because it is incredibly hard to overcome fears no matter what they are. And I understand now, like when I was a kid, I didn't understand why people were so afraid of roller coasters. But now I understand if like I said earlier, if I hadn't been in your, if I hadn't been in a family where I was put on one when I was young enough by people who were on it with me and loved it, then I would have probably grown to be afraid of it too, because it's this like scary, massive device that you could fly out of or whatever. It's like, you forget about the physics behind it and that you don't get away with having these yeah. things in theme parks without regulation. But when you're a kid, regulations like psh, over your head, like you're not thinking about that. That's life or no. death, especially mm-hmm. when you have a parental figure, speaking that into your life. So you overcame this massive, like, life or death fear. Yeah. And like, I also understand that like one time doing it is not going to solve it forever. So when we go, I will be patient with you. However, Ned oh, was very you. excited <laughs> to learn that uh, Jackie had overcome this fear because he loves the coasters. and He loves them. He's trying so to get you to, to six and that makes me nervous I because if you do. go on one of those rides before uh-huh. you go on another smooth one, I'm afraid you're never going to do it again. Oh, I
0: know. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to save myself for Disney.
1: <laughs> yeah. Save, save yourself for rock and roller coaster. You're going to love it. It's yeah, yeah. so smooth. It's really fast. But mm-hmm. if you just try to teach, like say the meditation of like release my body, just enjoy this. The hardest part of rock and roller coaster is the very beginning. Cause it just shoots you off. And then that's mm. it. That's really it. It's super fun. Um, easy and inside which is nice so you don't see like the massive hills or anything like that
0: you can do it it's gonna be great just save yourself i'm gonna do my meditation i'm gonna start this month so that comes september i'm like all cool as a cucumber i might even set up a simulation in my house where like i have like maybe i get fake mannequins and we're all standing in a line and (laughs) then i get ned to like pull up in the with this car in the garage and then like he shoots out of the garage like at 100 miles an hour and i'm just like okay i'm ready you know something like that simulation i support it i
1: support it and i'll it like sounds sure that... are you know being encouraging but not pushing
0: too much i'll help
1: stand Thank in you hannah
0: i appreciate that you'll be there and and i'll be like a buffer for me <laughs> yes <laughs> well that's the last story that i had do you have any other remarks before we get to our, our carryout out for the week I think we've got to end on that high note with Universal. Like, we have to. I don't I don't have another story that I can't think of now, but obviously we're gonna do a um a theme park episode two after we come back from Disney so that we can recap Disney. Yes. Um and I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun stories from that. I'm yep. gonna try to make it underground. So TBD, I'll TBG. let you know yeah, if uh how that goes. <laughs> Wait patiently. One last thing I'll
1: say about the last story. I just like Theme parks were already special to me, but being able to share moments like that with Jackie and with some of my best friends, and like building memories together through shared experiences, like that experience is like really special to me. Yes, we laugh about it, but like it was really, 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 really special to be a part of it. So, well, you're a a special lady.
0: You're a special, and I appreciate you letting me be in that moment. I'm so glad you were fully. It was perfect. It was. It was perfect. It It was It was was the best.
1: Speaking of yes of of perfect and good and future goals, what's your carry out for the week?
0: Oh my gosh, my carry out hmm. I think my carry out for the week, not necessarily like I know sometimes they're specific to our theme. I think my carry out with the theme of this episode is you know. Don't be – and I, I, I'm i obviously a scaredy cat when it comes to some things, but, like, don't be afraid to face fear head on because there's a lot of joy on the other side, and I think it's really hard to see, but, like, you have to move through it. Like, if you yeah. can just push yourself to move through it, like, uh, there's a lot of good on the other side that I think it's really hard to see in the moment. And, like, this is a really rudimentary example, but I think at the end of the day, there's, like, a lot – of things that I probably have missed out on because I was like too afraid of that fear. Like I couldn't move through it. And it's like, I want to encourage my myself and then like others to like do the same. So that's my, my theme park carry out, but I think also my carry out in general, that would be it.
1: That's a perfect carry out. And I'm really, I'm really on board and inspired by that because I think it's so true. And on the other side, not only is there, joy, but there's also pride in yourself, like the good kind of pride and that you are a strong person that can overcome these things by how you're made. And, um, and then also just, you create new stories. Like we wouldn't have this story if you chose not to ride, you know? I know. (laughs) And that makes me so happy. Like I just, I learned so much about you through it and like was so inspired by it. So I love that carry out. Thank you. My carry out for the week is that thinking about theme parks, I just like really, really am inspired when I think back on my stories about them, about how theme parks and other places in life are special, but really they're only as special as the stories and the people that come with them. So. Those places are incredibly special to me because, yes, I love rides, but mostly because I spent significant amount of time with my family or with the Sims family, my my best family friends growing up. Or, um, you know, my Houston. uh, Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Houston, that's a weird thing to say, but like David's friend Houston, that your Houston and my Houston, whatever.
0: Yeah, Um, (laughs) I knew what you meant. You're (laughs) all good. All the
1: weird people, and then of course, like my my family. As I said, like the, the times with my family have been incredibly special. And I think back so fondly on even the craziest of me crying over Uggboot stories because they're special to me. And like they happened in a special place because of the people. And then of course, ending with my most recent theme park experience being my bachelorette party with all my favorite people in the world there, aside from Connor, I guess, and my male family members. But it just was a really sweet, thing to share with people that I don't usually share those places with. And so I just want to carry out this week the idea that really cherish the people and the experiences that come with places and assign value to that more than you assign value to the place that it is. Because mm. not that it's wrong to assign value to a place, but I think, you know, I sometimes we can be chasing misnomers of I'm if I get to Disney World, I'm going to be happy or if I get to Busch Gardens or if I get to London. I'm going to be happy, whatever the experience Six is. Six Flags, obviously. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to be happy at Six Flags, duh. Uh, but if I get there, then I'm going to be – I'll have joy. And like, yeah, you might because it's going to be nostalgic, but nostalgia can only last so long. Like you have to refurbish and refresh some of that and, and enjoy mm-hmm. who you're with in the present. And I want to try to do that better and focus on that.
0: I feel like you do that really well. And obviously, like. You brought together such an incredible group of women to over your bachelorette. Like you had all these different people from all these different walks of life with different personalities, different viewpoints. And like everybody just had a blast together. And like every time I've seen each one of those people, even outside of the bachelorette party or the wedding season or the wedding, it's been a grand time. So I think that truly speaks to Hannah's character, but also her ability to bring together different sets of people to have this really stellar and memorable experience. So I'll carry that out as well.
1: Well, thank you. It was unreal freaking fun. Like it was so much It was, man. It like lit my heart up so much looking at everybody. We'll talk more about stories about friendship in the future. So I'll talk, I'll get into that more, but we love theme parks. We're going to theme parks. So look forward to part two. Otherwise, um, have a great week. We have loved talking with you guys. And if you have any funny theme park stories, please send them to goodishpeople at Gmail. We would love to hear them
0: because obviously we have plenty of our own. We do. So hit us up and keep being good ish. Emphasis on the ish. Emphasis on the ish, you guys. We
1: are a mess. I mean, we cry over UGG foods. Let's be real.
0: Why are you saying we? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're
1: right. You're right. That was, a, you, that was passing a we on somebody who did not Anna, deserve it. Hannah <laughs> Collins at the time Anna Collins hey. cried over Ugg boots in the seventh grade to dude, her dude. parents who were like busting their ass to make money for the family. Oh,
0: I just have regrets. I, I have a story that I will share on another episode that matches more of the theme. But like I have stories that are just like that about me. So I can say we with that. That's not on you. But not
1: yet. You'll say we next time.
0: I'll say, I'll say we next time. Okay. So on with that. that. Note,
1: <laughs> on that note, stay good-ish, stay-ish people. We love you. Oh. Love you guys.